no, we, you know, I mean, we, we just, uh, we, the bears are what we thought they were. What, what, what we thought they were. Say that one more time, play. Oh! One more time. Oh! One more time. Welcome to the Bears Centrals. On today's show, we preview the Bears Week 13 opponent, the Green Bay Packers. Yes, audience, Packers Week continues. Hey, Doug, what's a good word, my guy? Hey, man, your boy over here feeling pretty good, Prez. Man, well, why are you in such a good mood? A big yep. game, no matter what the record is, we just know what we're dealing with, what we're up against. No, we are. I just thought you was happy because you about to head down there to Indy to cover that Big Ten championship game. Hey, that's a big thing that we doing over there on the Chicago State of my side. Oh, hell yeah. I'm happy about that too, Perez. Thanks for reminding me. I appreciate that because you're looking forward to um, getting down there. Hey, man, that's going to be a great networking opportunity for you and, and a big opportunity for us on that media side, man. So, hey, thanks for that work and thanks for the hustle and getting down there to Indy this weekend, bro. Well, man, dude, like I said, man, Packers week. I'm excited as well. I hate them so much, man. It's just, it's one of those things, man. But with me being a Chicago Southsider, it's like any of our listeners that know about the Chicago Catholic League. I'm a St. Rita grad. I hate Mount Carmel to my core. Because it's like, man, you just get tired of them. Because when you have your rivalry, A-Dub, that shit just hits different. A-Dub, man, you know, one of the things that came out of the last game, and we talked about it on the last show, was Trevor Simeon, how he gutted it out in that game against the Jets. You know, we heard that talk about the oblique injury that he suffered during warm-ups, and he talked about how he didn't want to leave his teammates high and dry. Right. Man, I had no idea, man, that injury that he suffered in the warm-up would cause him to be done for the year. When I saw that, I'm like, damn, what did he do during the warm-up? And now to miss the entire season, at least the rest of what's left. Yeah, you have a surgery, bro. Right, right, right. So to go through that process... It's like I appreciate him even more because like this guy really gave it a go for us under those circumstances of knowing that hey, it could be brutal and he could actually hurt himself even more. And it looks like that's end up happening in what's right. cost him the rest of the season. And I'll tell you one thing, man. Salute to that man because he saved us from the disaster known as Nathan Peterman. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much, Trevor Simmons. If y'all see him out there in the Chicago streets, man, buy that man a drink. Dinner should be on these restaurants out here because I'm talking about he saved us because that shit would have been ugly. Could you imagine if Nathan Peterman would have played in that game against that Jets defense? A-Dub, I would have turned that TV off. I ain't turned the Bears game off in my life. I would have done that shit if you'd have been the quarterback because that shit would have been awful. Oh, you'd have turned that TV off after the first quarter, bro. You know what? I ain't going to lie to you. I might have destroyed a remote. And I ain't done that in a minute. <laughs> But, man, listen, salute to Trevor Simeon, man, for taking one for the team, gutting it out. That's crazy, man. I, I still don't know, man. I wonder how the hell he injured his oblique in warm-ups that badly. Like, I don't I don't know what the hell happened. But, anyhow, you know, they uh, had to make a roster move. They signed Tim Boyle. Nathan Peterman is the backup to Justin Fields. Justin Fields is back. I hope we don't see Nathan Peterman. I hope we don't see him. Offensive line, please do your job. Protect our quarterback. You gotta protect Justin Fields because if you don't, Peter May is waiting to come in the game for us. I know you don't want to see him. Hell no. 
You don't either. Shit. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna be important that you're right. This team do a good job at protecting Justin Fields to ensure those kind of things don't happen. Yeah, you know what? All this we talked when Justin got hurt. You know, in that game against uh, damn. All this we talked to you guys about when Justin injured that shoulder, and what AW and I mentioned was we wanted him to be sat out for the whole season. Well. We probably knew at the time when we were saying that 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 was wishful thinking. Justin probably wasn't going to let that shit happen. And the organization probably still wants to evaluate him. So fine, whatever. I'm not all that upset with him playing against the Packers because I want, man, I want Justin Field to go out there on Sunday, A-Dub, and light that motherfucker up. You know, man, that that kid is chomping at the bit. He's a very competitive guy. He loves the city, man, and I feel like Justin wants to go out there and prove to people that his success wasn't a fluke. I'm quite sure Justin Fields marked this count to say, hey, I need a, a revenge game. Maybe this could be the one where he can show this Packers team that, hey, we have improved. I'm part of the game plan. I'm a different quarterback than I was earlier this season. I mean, and I talked about the fact that we picked up Tim Boyle from the Detroit Lions. A lot of people don't even realize this, but Tim Boyle, was the backup to Aaron Rodgers for a couple of years, and he worked with Luke Getty. So, hey, we got somebody that's got a little bit of intel now. So, hey, that can never be a bad thing for the Bears' defense, which they can use all the intel they can motherfucking get, they do. <laughs> Man, I'm just glad when I saw the injury report pop up and Justin was a full participant for another practice, I was like, yeah, we we, we cooking. And, and all this, like I said, it was wishful thinking on my part that they was going to shelve this kid for the rest of the season. And honestly, a part of me is excited that I get to see him in this match. I thought what life was like without Justin A-Dub. Yeah, and that was a lonely existence. It was it was terrible. It was terrible. As you and I mentioned, Perez, that offense did not look the same without Justin Fields. But the fact that he's able to play and is going to play Sunday, it tells me, of course, the doctors cleared him. And also, that Eberflus and Ryan Poles like what they saw in Justin Fields to give him the go. And we know Justin's tough, man. I mean, in the past, he hasn't shot away from playing through pain. We know who this kid is. You know, he ain't a punk, and you know he's going to go out there, he ain't going to duck any smoke. I guarantee you, he probably wants to play against the Jets, an organization had to talk him out of it. Right. <laughs> like, hey, relax, man. We need you for the long run, not just for one game. But I will say, man, I feel very good about this matchup. I feel very good about this matchup. It's kind of interesting now, and of course, audience, I'm going to talk to y'all about Twitter, because... These Packers fans, they've been nuts, man. These Packers fans, they still been talking shit in the DMs. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. I was like, y'all hate us so bad, but you listening to a Bears podcast. That's interesting. I was like, now, I appreciate that you listen to us because obviously you must like the show. But why you got to be in our DMs trying to make fun of our quarterback? Why you got to be in the DMs talking about the Bears suck? First of all, your team ain't <laughs> better than us. Right? Actually, your quarterback looks like he's being held hostage. <laughs> so <laughs> you definitely don't want to be there. Y'all need to stop it. Get out the DMs. Relax. Enjoy whatever your team is or, you know, saying that they're not. But leave us alone. Stay out of Bears business over here. If you want to keep love, if you want to have Aaron Rodgers, you all have that debate over there. But right now, let us be over here and do our thing with Justin Fields. This episode for me, there ain't going to be no Packers slender. 
because we already know everybody that listens to this show they already know how i feel about aaron Rodgers. i don't have to retrace that i got no love lost for that guy at all i don't even like anthony davis no more because i found out he was a packers fan i'm like what kind of south side are you <laughs> oh man, i saw this fool wearing a damn package jersey i was like what in the hell anthony like, davis turned his back on us bro man he sure did <laughs> sure did. I remember they asked him about that. He talking about some of the Bears and they had good teams and this and that. I'm like, bro, so you just go jump to the other team because your team has some some setbacks? You ain't no true Southsider, boy. Anyway, that's a conversation for another day. Right. <laughs> no, end up like looking at this injury report. Obviously, we mentioned Justin. Got great news there. I was I was happy about that, you know what I mean? And right. looking forward to him in that matchup going against Aaron Rodgers, who potentially is going to play. More than likely, he will. I can't imagine him for the last chance that he gets to play at Soldier Field, him sitting out that game. Aaron Rodgers, he, for, for all the things that I make fun of him about, the guy's tough, you know what I'm saying? So I'm sure he'll be out there. Absolutely. That, you don't think Aaron Rodgers want to miss a game against the Bears, you know? He definitely want to be out there. I know, of course, Justin Fields want to be out there. It's just something that's exciting for all fans, whether you're a Packers fan or a Bears fan. I mean, this is looking like it's going to be Aaron Rodgers' last Bears versus Packers game. So you know he wants to be out there. It's going to mean something to him. And yep. I want I want to send you out with a loss, Mr. Rodgers. But <laughs> <laughs> you go out with an L, there'll be a blessing right there for us. Ada, we got bad news going into this matchup. Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon, we know they're going to be out, along with Larry Borum. And we talked in the preview pod about how Larry Borum got banged up there on that MetLife turf. He's dealing with an ankle and a knee. So with our offensive line already being what they've been, potentially we could be without not only Larry Borum, but Riley Reef as well because he's dealing with a bit of a back injury, A-Dub. So I'm looking at this situation. You got Justin returning, and we got offensive linemen that are banged up. Yeah, that is tough right there. So we're looking at potentially Alex Leatherwood. Who's probably which, I'm exci- which I'm excited to see what he's got to offer, man, because like I said, he was a project that they signed – and we haven't gotten a chance to take a look at him yet. So hopefully he could hold down the fort, but I don't know, right? We have to wait and see. But, man, you know, it's just tough to see this offensive line continue to go through its injury struggles. But I think it's a strong chance that we can see Leatherwood starting at right tackle. Like I mentioned, man, I'm intrigued to see what happens, man. We'll see. Because, hey, man, when I look at him from college when he was at Bama, hell of an athlete. And we got nothing to lose by putting them out there and seeing what we got from the guy. You know, Ryan Poles went out there and signed him and guaranteed that contract. So, hey, I think it's important to see what we got from the kid, whether it's at tackle or whether it's at guard. And, I mean, what better game for him to start than the Bears-Packers game and he shows up and shows out? Hey, man, that would be a hell of a game one in the Bears uniform. Oh, yeah. Kendall Vildor is questionable for the game with the ankle injury. Our secondary, man, Jesus Christ, so banged up, so damn banged up. And when a guy like Vildor potentially not playing in this game, going up against this Green Bay Packers offense, which the receivers for that offense, which we'll get into a little bit later on in the show, they're not like the greatest receivers in the world. But I will tell you one thing, Christian Watson, who A-Dub and I covered at the Senior Bowl, that dude started to turn, he started to come into his own. And that's a guy that we, A-Dub and I, are definitely going to zero in on later in the show because that guy, he gets into the end zone. Finds a way to get into the damn end zone. You kind of see the growth with him game after game. And 
later down this season here, you see this guy show improvement. So you're right. His last few games, he's been cooking, man. As I mentioned earlier, Justin Fields removed from the injury report. Same thing with Chase Claypool, who was on there with a knee injury. Dante Pettis, who they had marked as having an illness, was removed. And then Sterling Weatherford, his concussion has been removed from concussion protocols. So those are our injuries for us to kind of keep an eye on. The thing for me most troubling is the injury to the secondary and also to the offensive line. A dub going into this matchup against the Packers doesn't give me really doesn't give me much reason for optimism on those two fronts. You know, when you got guys injured, we saw what happened last game where we got carved up a little bit by White, and now you go against the Aaron Rodgers. You're like, hey, still going to have some concerns if, if if that supposedly bad man shows up and be the bad man. We'll see. But like I said, he he definitely plans on playing. He got good news as far as his scans are concerned. So, and honestly, I want him to play. I really do. I want us to beat him. I want us to put some hits on him. I hope Travis Gibson and them boys tee off on them ribs, tenderize them <laughs> boys. I'm one of those type of people, man, that I respect the game, right? And obviously Aaron Rodgers is someone that we all hate. We we definitely, as a as a collective, don't like the guy. But we also, at the same time, respect what right. he's done for the game, right? And so I want to play against the best. And I hope, again, that we send his ass back to Lambo with a giant-ass L. <laughs> I'm not disappointed that he's playing this game. I know some Bears fans feel differently. They were hoping that he sat out. Fuck that. I want his ass to remember his last game of Soldier Field as a Packer that he lost. When he walks off that fucking field, I want him to remember them words when he was talking that shit about owning us. I just want us to give him a little bit of that payback, a little bit of that revenge on us. Not gonna sit well with a guy like an Aaron Rodgers to lose his potentially last game against the Bears. I want to address something that came over from a couple of our listeners, and they were like, "Hey, man, guys, we love the show, but we want to push back on something that that you guys have been saying when it comes to Luke Getzey. They're like, we feel like you've been, you guys have been very hard on him. <laughs> well, don't, don't say you guys, because A over here calling him a cute nickname. So <laughs> if you got something to say, just say it, right? Just say, hey, you know what, prayers. We don't we don't agree with you. We don't agree with you being so hard on Luke Getzey. Now, I have also gone on record by saying that Justin Fields' development and the way that this offense has looked is because of Luke Getzey. So I've kept it very much a hundred on here, but I'm also gonna call a spade a spade. And I didn't like the play calling when Justin Fields was hurt. Right. And that's why I made the comments that I made. So it's not because I'm like, don't realize that Luke Getze has been instrumental in the turnaround in his office. He's done a tremendous job. He'll probably be a head coach, probably sooner rather than later. But I just wanted to address that. I don't want people thinking, oh, man, these guys, they, they, they're trashing Luke Getze. No. But what you're going to get on this show is people being objective. I'm not a fanboy. If somebody on this team does something and I feel like they could be doing something differently or better, I'm going to speak out on it. That's just what you're going to get. Absolutely. Otherwise, we'll be cheating everyone by not calling it what it is. If Luke got some opportunities, got to bring it forward. And I thought, as well as you, Perez, that against the Jets, he didn't call a good game. And I think Getz, he knows it as well. But if there's some opportunity there, we got to bring it forward, whether it's a player, coach, or whoever. Again, audience, we also recognize that this offense turned around when he put those design quarterback runs in when he designed plays and catered this offense to what Justin Fields does well. So listen, 
We get that. We've been talking about that. See, I hope that the people that are, are that are, are writing in have listened to all of our shows and not just listened to a couple and like, oh man, they were going after Lugetsi because there's been a lot of positive that's been said on the show about him. But again, like A-Dub said, we'll be cheating you guys if we weren't calling things out that we're saying. And again, that's some good things about Cool Hand Luke. Oh, and that, and that still triggers me with that nickname. I ain't say nothing. I just, it just, I just got triggered, though. Got triggered. <laughs> I hope he does return back to being Cool Hand Luke this weekend against the Packers. I really do, A-Dub. I really do. But at the same time, he has to be careful, too. So that's going to be the key for him, one of them, going forward. When they talk about Luke, you think about Justin Fields and the long-term of Justin Fields' health that you and I kind of mentioned earlier. We don't want to see Justin Fields get hurt in a game like this for us. You really don't. Now, one thing that's going on our advantage, though, is that the Packers lack pass rush. Now, I know we said this in the past. We talked about that with the yep. Falcons, and you saw what the fuck happened. <laughs> I'm hoping against – I'm hoping in this matchup against the Packers, A-Dub, with the fact that the Packers are without Rashawn Gary, who's one of their premium pass rushers. Right. Then we got a chance. So even with our banged up offensive line, hopefully we can protect Justin Fields, give him time so he can pick apart this defense. Because you know when Justin has time to throw or when he has a clean pocket, he can make things happen out there. I mean, that's we already know that part. But I'm hoping, though, that Luke Getsy is able to take advantage of this Packers' lack of pass rush. I hope so, Briz. Let's not forget about the fact that the Bears' rushing attack with Justin Fields being there in conjunction with David Montgomery, this is going to be something that we're really going to be able to take advantage of against the Packers because they cannot stop the run, and teams have been running the ball on them worse than teams have been running the ball on the Bears. Right. <laughs> yes, they have, and um, they're going to feel that pressure because they know that the Bears is one of those teams who love to run the football. So they're going to get a heavy dose of that between Justin Fields and your boy, Montgomery. I'm still remembering that game when they played the Eagles, and I'm talking about, man, the Eagles between Jalen Hurts and Miles Sanders and Gainwell, I'm like, boy, anybody that touched the football for the Eagles, <laughs> I was like, damn, can the Packers stop anybody? <laughs> I was sitting there smiling. I'm like, man, I can't wait to David Montgomery face this damn defense. I swear, man, because Sanders and, and Hurst, they made it look real easy, bro. I was looking at Hurst. I said, look, man, you, you do your competition with Justin Fields now? Well, he did, you know, his levels to this thing, and Jalen Hurst is playing like an MVP on one I of agree. the top teams in the league. I feel like Justin Fields belongs right up there with those guys. However, team success matters as well. Jalen Hurst is on a team that potentially is a Super Bowl contender, Super Bowl favorite. So we, we got a little bit of ways to go, but listen, hey, Justin, I'm glad you're on our side. Oh, yeah. That's important. And when you see Justin Fields able to, you're feeling pretty good. And I'm hoping that we can see a lot of that against the Packers. All right, A-Dub, give me one of your keys to victory in this matchup, right? <laughs> the key to this, one of the keys in this game here is to see Justin Fields run the football. Design runs are going to be important in this game because you can see the Green Bay despite not able to have key guys on defense, they're still going to try to send pressure over at Justin Fields. So he's going to have to run the football to get those yards. And I think the way Justin Fields run the football, it just gives a different dynamic to this, this Bears offense. And I think with him running the well, along with Montgomery, that's going to really piss the Packers off. And that's hard to stop. A lot of teams have not been able to stop Justin Fields along with those running backs. So if the Bears can do that and do it effectively, 
that can be a game changer for them against the Packers. Take advantage of their weak-ass run defense. I think that's a huge opportunity. I feel like if the Bears get a lead early on the Packers, milk that fucking clock, run that football, play keep away from Aaron Rodgers, hold on to the damn lead. You know, I think that that's one of the things in this matchup that we know that if you keep 12 off the field, hey, you got a greater chance for success. I like where you go when you say hold on to the lead, though, bro, because I remember when the Bears played against them the first time, we did get off to an early lead. It's just that we couldn't sustain it, right? Nope. And I think if we do a better job at, again, like you said, controlling the clock and managing very well, but at the same time moving the chain, that'll put the Bears in a lot, in a better position than they were before. Yeah, they, they have to keep that lead because when you face a team like the Packers, it just allows them to turn up that intensity if, now that defense ain't all that great, but we're playing into their hands if we don't hold on to that lead. Because if it just becomes one of those games where Justin Fields is just going back to throw because he has to throw, then that plays into their hands that they can be aggressive on defense start teeing off on him. If we are able to have that lead, keep things balanced, it bowls better for us. If we get into a predictable play calling situation, allowing that defense to be aggressive, then we could be in a lot of trouble. Another key for me, Perez, is going to be the Bears defense. You know how bad this Bears defense has played. This Bears team cannot allow the Packers team to do whatever they want to do. Run the football well throw the football well. It can't give Aaron Rodgers that much to do, that much to work with. So in this case here, the Bears, I think, are going to have to be better in the secondary. I know we're going in shorthand, but it's also on Allen Williams as well to call a good scheme and call a good game. You got to stop these guys on these short routes, Perez, because you see that Green Bay is going to attack you in those short routes. You got to do a better job at containing that. These guys eat. They get those short passes, they gone. So you got to be able to tackle very well and contain that. Well, I mean, Christian Watson is one thing, but you also got to think about Randall Cobb and how he yeah. and Aaron Rodgers have been playing together for years. So Randall Cobb knows where Aaron Rodgers is looking for in plays. So they have that chemistry. So that's a guy that I'm looking at to work the underneath part of our defense. So I think that's a hell of a key. The last key that I had, though, for the audience is just, we need to avoid third alongs. You can't go third along against the Packers defense. No. Go third along against that defense, then that's, again, another recipe for them to be able to turn up the intensity on you. And that's when those playmakers on defense, especially in their secondary, start making plays on you. And so from my standpoint here, if we can chip away at it with Montgomery and, and, and Justin Fields with smart quarterback design runs, smart, <laughs> okay? <laughs> But if we could chip away it that way and have third and threes and third and two, like manageable third downs, that that bodes well for you to be able to have sustained drives, which is important to keep 12 off the field. If we could keep the ball in our hands and have long drives, 12 to 15 play drives, you eating up the clock, boy, that's a recipe for success. That's a recipe for a Bears victory on Sunday, baby. If you're talking about something very critical, those third and longs, man, they have really been detrimental to the Bears when they get into that type of position. So to have third and short, keep it that way, you can do a lot. You can run the football, like you said with Montgomery, Justin Fields, or you can even throw it short. Either way it go, you're able to move the chain when you're in, the, in those type of positions. But that's going to be a big one for the Bears to do to avoid that. Avoid those third and loans.
And A-Dub, I got a crazy bold prediction for you and the audience. Ooh-wee. Chase Claypool gets his first touchdown as a bear on Sunday. You heard it here first. Man, that would mean a lot to the fan base. It'll be a, a good win for Getsy, right? Because, like, hey, you, everyone been asking for Chase to be more involved in the offense. So to be more involved and to get a touchdown, that's a plus. True that. Now, audience, before we get out of here, we're going to do a quick breakdown of some of the key Packers players for us to keep our eyes on. Obviously, you know 12. We don't have to retrace too much when it comes to him. You guys know who, what he's about. He's not having a very good year. He's pretty much having probably one of the worst seasons of his career. Now, I remember back to week two of the season, A-Dub, which seems like a long time ago, it was people out here thinking that the Packers were going to have a, a good season. They were talking about the Packers having a deep playoff run. Right. I'm like, man, what happened to them days? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's all them Packers fans on our mentions. Is I be fucking taking cheap shots. It's all good. I don't give a fuck. 12 is 12. However, he's facing a, a very bad Bears defense. So in this matchup, that's why I want the Bears offense to keep him off the field because, man, I don't want this man carving us up. You know he gets up for these fucking games. I, I just don't want to, I don't want to see him with that little stupid ass little wry smile and a little. Little thumbs up and shit bullshit that he doing. He think he doing a little something, something. I don't want to see all that. I want to see the frustrated look on his face. I want to see that frown. That's that's the Aaron Rodgers I want to see on Sunday. Seriously, man, because I get tired of this guy's arrogance. And, I mean, he has a right to be arrogant. You know, people will talk about him. I mean, he done so well against the Bears over the years. But, man, Perez, to see that turn to something else, to a sad look or a pissed off look, it's like, <laughs> hey, we done our job. <laughs> Christian Watson is somebody that I talked about early on, and it's because this season was all about the fact that the Packers basically, you know, this season was all about the fact that the Packers lost Devontae Adams. That was Aaron Rodgers' security blanket. Right. So a lot of people were wondering, who was going to step up with all these young Packers receivers? A lot of people thought it might have been Romeo Dobbs. He had a couple little moments there and then got hurt and kind of faded away. But we're seeing Christian Watson, who I talked about earlier, that you and I covered at the Senior Bowl. This kid has scored touchdowns like crazy lately. And in this matchup with our banged-up secondary, in this matchup on Sunday, I'm looking at him as someone that Jalen Johnson is going to really have to make sure that he's locking down because he's dangerous. That dude's got some breakaway speed. And I know you saw what he did on Sunday Night Football, and I'm like, God damn. They the Packers were in that game, they were kind of slowly trying to come back a little bit. And, and Christian Watson had that low touchdown run. And I'm like, he made that shit look easy when he took yeah. it to the house. And a guy like him that you and I talked about, we've seen this kid continue to improve. We got the week. We've seen what your capabilities are. And it's kudos to you for showing improvement throughout the season. I mean, this kid was offensive rookie of the month for November, scored all six of his touchdowns. In three games, like that—that's crazy. In three games, I have those number of touchdowns. I hope that he don't put no more touchdowns up on the board on, on <laughs> Sunday. I really do, man. But I'm telling you, that's a matchup Bears fans that I really am going to be paying close attention to because this kid has shown a lot, and I'm not surprised to see it because I was right. impressed by what I saw from him in Mobile that week. I was like, man, mm-hmm. this kid's got some crazy ass athleticism. Every practice, he was doing something. I was kind of like, huh. That would look good in Chicago. 
and he runs some very good routes to Perez. Does he? And Taylor Johnson's going to have his hands full against him, without a doubt. Quay Walker. This is the guy that we talked to you guys about earlier in the season when we did our previous Packers preview pod. Now, this guy's in a rookie season. Another guy that we covered from the senior bowl. He's had an up and down season. However, though, he leads the Packers in tackles. This guy right here could be exposed in a running game because the Eagles sure did it to his ass. <laughs> and he missed a lot of fucking tackles. They done a lot of damn tackles. Those missed tackles by Quay Walker led to big games by the Eagles. So with Justin Fields being back in there, baby, with uh, David Montgomery, who's playing with a whole lot of confidence right now, you miss some tackles against them too, and your Packers defense going to get exposed and gashed. So I want our audience to remember Quay Walker, number seven for the Packers. He misses a lot of tackles. Hopefully he misses some on Sunday, and we see some big plays from Justin Fields and David Montgomery in that running game. If Walker shows any signs that he's not ready for this game, it's going to be a long day for him. Because you're right, this Bears team wants to run the football. If you can't bring your A game against the Bears and tackle these guys, they will make you pay. Also, it's a, it's a fair point. The last guy from the Packers that I wanted to hone in on was Preston Smith, their outside linebacker. Now, I talked about yeah. the fact that the Packers' pass rush is pretty limited. However, our Bears' offensive line has a lot of areas that <laughs> could be better. <laughs> so even though the Packers are without Gary with the torn ACL, Preston Smith is still someone that could come in and make some things happen, especially if the Bears are going to be down to a third-string offensive tackle with Alex Leatherwood that we really don't know which way that's going to go. So look for Preston Smith to be someone that we really have to focus in on. And if that guy, I mean, and I would say if they can't contain him, we could have some problems there offensively going against the Packers. So hopefully Leatherwood, if he's uh, the guy at right tackle, hopefully he's ready to go. And hopefully uh, he's, he's, you know, hopefully – he, he shuts it down there on the right side. That Preston Smith dude can be dangerous, especially going against our offensive line after what we've seen week after week. It's going to be tough. And I am rooting hard for Alex to perform very well. But, man, it's going to be a tough test for him. And also we got the, the return of Pat O'Donnell for the, <laughs> for the Bears. The trainer. We went over there to the Packers. But, listen – I'm sure Pat O'Donnell's caliber leave to be over there because he ain't had to punt as much this season as he did when he was in Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> I know you love that part of it, but I'm quite sure he didn't go over there and expect to be losing this much, though. Hell no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear a lot of noise about how the team feels, the function of the team. He didn't get too far. He didn't get away from a lot of the, uh, the distractions. Now, my thing is, I want to see what Bears Nation is going to do with that game on Sunday. Are they going to boo this guy? Or they going to give him a little love? What you think, A-Dub? They should give him a little love, Prez. And I wouldn't really want to consider him a, a major trader like that, you know? He went where he thought his service would be utilized at. So that's kind of how it goes in this game, in this business. But, of course, you know, I still like the guy. He's a good guy in general. So the Bears fans should show him a little love. I consider him a trader, but I wouldn't boo him. I wouldn't say anything. I would just... I would just observe them because we've seen other guys on the Bears that went and played for the Packers. Jim McMahon did it. Julius yep. Peppers did it. Mongo did it. We've seen a lot of guys that have done it. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we, but we still continue rooting for those guys. 
Absolutely, man. And um, I appreciate this service here in Chicago, but I get it. Got to go somewhere where you can make some money. That's how the business works. You deal with Trenton Gill over here, man. So we we, right. we, we got no complaints. <laughs> exactly. We're not losing any sleep right now. And also Agent Amos, who's over there at Green Bay making plays. Uh, Definitely over there making some plays. But all right, they're done. Before we get out of here, score predictions. Week 13, what say you? 35-28, Packers get the win. Ooh, okay, A-Dub, okay, A-Dub, 35-28. So a also telling y'all low-key to take the over in this game. So I hear you, A-Dub, giving the, giving the betting advice. All right, my man. Yeah, give a little bit. <laughs> All right, well, so DraftKings has the Bears as a three-and-a-half-point home underdog. What I'm going to tell DraftKings is, Bowie, because the Bears are going to win this game. Your boy Prez has the Bears winning this game 26 to 19. 26-19, Bears win. Take the Bears three and a half in this game. All this, do yourself a favor. The disrespect for the Chicago Bears in this matchup, they're going to wish they never, ever put that line up. Make them pay. Make them pay, y'all. I hope so, Prez. You know me, even though I predict them to lose this game, I still would love to see the Bears win the game. Well, of course. Come on now. That goes without saying. Michael, don't forget to let us know. Don't forget <laughs> to let us know. Hey, where you at, Michael? You rolling with the Bears or you rolling with Dub, man? Yes, sir. Let's see what you got. Let's see what you got, sir. Audience, as always, we appreciate your continued support of the platform and for helping make us a top 10 Chicago Bears podcast. Man, I'm fired up for this weekend. Justin is back, man. Office is probably going to be fucking running on all cylinders. I think we're going to win this game. Bears Nation. Aaron Rodgers back to Green Bay with a loss. I can't wait. Until then, we're going to holler at y'all soon, and we are out.